If you've ever had the feeling that things were hopeless, hold on. You may feel you're facing an impossible situation, but the Bible says God is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. Now, hope comes from having a purpose. Hope is as essential to your life as air or water, and wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God says, I know what I'm planning for you. I have good plans for you, not plans to hurt you. I will give you a hope and a good future. I'm Rick Warren, and this is Daily Hope. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in a series called The Invisible War with part two of a message called Being Faithful in a Faithless World. It's taken from Luke's Gospel. And now, here's Rick. How do you serve God? There's only one way to serve God, by serving other people. On this planet, you cannot serve God directly because you can't see him. So the only way you can serve God is by serving others. And when you serve others, you are serving God. And God shaped you to serve him. Now, faithful people realize that their talents are not for their benefit. You know those talents you got? I'm sorry, they weren't given for your, your sake. You were given the abilities you got to help other people. For instance, one of my gifts, one of my talents is I have a talent at teaching. But God gave me the teaching gift not to benefit me, but to help you. My gift helps you. In the same way, God has gifted you. And your gift was meant to help me and to help other people around you. Now, if I don't use my gifts, my talents, you get cheated. If you don't use the gifts and talents that God gave you, I get cheated. Now, you may have a talent for art. And you say, well, why do I do art? Because I just love to do it. Well, that's nice, but that's not a good enough motive. Because God didn't give you artistic ability just so you can love to do it. He gave it to you so you can use your art in some ways to help other people. Some of you have an ability to fix things. Some of you are good at mechanics. Some of you are good at math. Some of you are good at closing deals. Some of you are good at uh, music. Some of you are good at organizing. And you can organize something really quick. And some of you are good at trimming and gardening. And you know what? God made us all different so everything in the world gets done. If we all like to do the same thing, there'd be a lot left undone. So God made us all like to do different things. Now, those things that God gave you are not for your benefit. They are given as a stewardship. And God is watching you to see if you use what he gave you effectively on earth. And if you use it effectively on earth, listen, he's going to give you more responsibility in heaven. There's a whole lot of teaching on this in scripture. Jesus told many parables about it, that God is studying your faithfulness. Have you ever thought about, why didn't God just create us and take us to heaven? Why does he put us here on a broken planet for 80 years or 90 years or whatever? He puts you here because life is a test and life is a trust and life is a temporary assignment. And he's watching to see if you are faithful with what he gave you here on earth to bless other people, he's gonna give you greater rewards, greater responsibility, and greater roles in heaven. This is a test. 
Now, the Bible says this, 1 Peter chapter 4. Each one of you should use whatever gift he has received to make a ton of money. (laughs) Retire and die. No, no, no. He says, to serve others faithfully, circle that word faithfully, faithfully administering, you're a manager, and you're a manager of the talent you've been given, faithfully managing God's grace in its various form. God gave you talents, and he's watching to see if you're faithful with them. Now, one of the principles we know is if you don't use it, you you lose it. Talent is like a muscle. If you use muscle, it gets stronger. If you don't use your muscle, you lose your muscle. If you don't use your talent because of fear or laziness or anything like that, God will take it away and give it to somebody else. Whatever you use wisely, God gives you more of. Would you write that down? Whatever I use wisely, God will give me more of. If you use your time wisely, God will give you more time. If you use your energy wisely, God will give you more energy. If you use your money wisely, God will give you more money. I have found that if you use your influence wisely, God will give you more influence. But if you're faithful in little, then you'll be faithful in much. So if I take my talents, if I use my talents wisely, God will increase my talent. And I'll get better at it. And I'll get more better at it. And better and better and better. Because God gives to people who use what he gives them effectively. Look at the next verse. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove what? That's what we're talking about this weekend. God is watching to see, do I use my time, my money, my influence? Do I use my intelligence? Do I use my brain wisely? Then he's gonna give you more. Whatever I use wisely, God will give me more of. There are two great themes in the Bible. Two great themes. One is salvation and the other is stewardship. They're taught from cover to cover. Salvation is, have I trusted Jesus for my forgiveness? Stewardship is, what are you doing with what you've been given? And God is looking at both of these major themes in your life. Number three, the third test. And if you pass this test, then God gives you more blessing. And this test will be on and on. Number three, God uses tough times to teach me persistence. God uses tough times to teach me persistence. The difference between faithful people and unfaithful people is unfaithful people give up at the first sign of difficulty. Faithful people keep on keeping on. Faithful people are determined. Faithful people are diligent. Faithful people are persistent. Faithful people don't know how to quit. Do you know how a little nut, an acorn, becomes an oak tree? Oak tree is just an acorn that refused to give up. And it just kept on keeping on. And and you you, you just never give up. I'm not that smart, but I do have one thing, is I don't know how to quit. It is always too soon to quit. You are never a failure till you quit, and it's always too soon to quit. God uses tough times to test my persistence. You know, when we started Saddleback with just K, I I preached the first sermon to one person, my wife. 
She thought it was too long. It's been downhill ever since. (laughs) 31 years later, she's still saying it's too long. (laughs) Over the next, I thought when we started the church, we'd get a building real quick. We went 15 years without a building. In the first 13 years of this church, we used 79 different facilities. Do you know how many times I felt like giving up? Just every Monday morning. But I don't know how to quit. And we said, uh, God said, Rick, if I never give you a building, will you still serve me? I said, absolutely. Saddleback grew to over 10,000 people before we built this first building. How would you like to set up and take down a church for 10,000 people every week? There's not a lot of glory to that, it's just hard work. God says, I use tough times to test your persistence. Notice this verse. You're going through tough times right now, this verse is for you, 2 Corinthians 4. This is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are quite small, And they won't last very long. He says, the stuff we're going through, you know, this recession, it's really quite small. It's not gonna last very long. But they will produce for us an immeasurably great glory that will last forever. Because when you're going through tough times, you're growing in character. So he says, we don't look at the troubles we can see right now. In other words, we don't keep our eyes on the problem. Rather, we look forward to what we have not seen, the reward for persevering. For the troubles we've seen will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. You see, there's something God is more interested in than what you do. God is more interested in who you are than what you do. He's more interested in what you're becoming than what's happening to you. And God often allows trials, troubles, tribulations, problems, persistence, Uh, you know, in your life to teach you the diligence, determination, and character. The problem you're going through right now, this is a test. It's a test of your faith. It's a test of your faithfulness. Will you continue to serve God even when life sucks? It's easy to serve God when things are going great. Now, if you're going through a tough time right now, and almost everybody is, The next verse you need to memorize. So put a star by it, go home and write it down on a card and memorize it this week for encouragement. Galatians 6, 9. Don't get tired of doing what is right. You will, circle will, not might, you will be rewarded when the time is right if you don't give up. I want us to read that verse aloud together. Read it with me. Don't get tired of doing what's right. You will be rewarded when the time is right if you don't give up. You need to memorize that verse because God uses tough times to test your persistence. One of my great spiritual lessons I learned from that theologian, Forrest Gump. Everybody remember the story Forrest Gump? Okay, in... Forrest Gump, there's a story of a hard time that they go through, which a hurricane, tsunami, comes into the south part of America, okay? And all of the fishing, remember, Forrest Gump has a fishing boat. Bubba Gump Shrimp, okay? He's got a fishing boat. And all of the other fishing boats say, we got a storm coming in, so we're gonna play it safe. 
We're not going to be out fishing during the storm. We're going to pull into the harbor. We're going to batten down the hatches. We're going to tie up next to shore. And we're going to wait out this recession, this storm. Economic tough times are coming. We got a storm coming in. It's a parable. And so we're going to tie up and we're going to play it safe. We're not going to be out fishing. We're going to wait it out the storm. We're going to be play it conservative. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Only one fishing boat is doing what fishing boats are made to do, fish. And so Forrest Gump is out on the ocean fishing in the middle of the storm. If you remember this story, at the end of the storm, every boat that had tied down in the harbor was destroyed. They had all been dashed against the rocks. They were completely dominated and broken up and they were all destroyed and after the storm, Forrest Gump dominated the market because he was the only one who didn't play it safe. Rick is midway through this message about being faithful in a faithless world. It's part of the series, The Invisible War. You know, there's more real hope ahead, so please stay tuned. Pastor Rick has served the church locally and nationally for more than 30 years. He's the author of many books, including The Purpose Driven Life. If you've been helped through Rick's ministry, he would love to hear your story. So connect with us at the Daily Hope website, which is rickwarren.org. Or you could just call us at 1-800-600-5004. That's rickwarren.org. Or just call us 1-800-600-5004. More Daily Hope with Rick Warren in just a moment. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? What on earth am I here for? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. This Christ-centered book is a must-have for anyone struggling to find their place in this world and ultimately in God's plan. And in launching this new ministry, we'd love for you to have a new hardback copy of this book for a gift of any amount in support of this ministry. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to bring hope from God's Word to you, people in your community, and across the country. Again, that's the new hardback book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? for a gift of any amount. So call today, 800-600-5004, or visit rickwarren.org. And now, once again, here's Rick Warren. Saddleback Church was made to fish. Jesus said, I'll make you fishers of men. So, 26 months ago, we decided as a church, we're not going to participate in the recession. Okay? We're not going to participate in it. We're going to just keep on reaching out. We're not going to, you know, play it safe and go, okay, now until this recession's over, we're not going to spend any money. We're not going to do any big initiatives. We're not going to reach out. We're just going to kind of come into harbor and wait out till this economic crisis is over. No, he said, no, we're going to do what God made fishing boats to do, fish. Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men. And so we launched the biggest initiatives in our history in the middle of the worst recession in our lifetime. We called it Decade of Destiny. And it said it's going to ta- cost millions of dollars and a lot of work and all kinds of 
you know, believing God in advance, but God says, I use tough times to test your persistence. And we said, we're gonna reach out. Number four, the fourth thing that you need to understand is that God uses shortages to test my generosity. God uses shortages to test my generosity. Faithful people are generous when they don't have it to give. Now, now follow me on this. Anybody can be generous when you got a surplus. I can be generous with my time when I got a lot of extra time. I can be generous with my money when I got a lot of extra money. I can be generous when, with my energy when I got extra energy to spend. I can be generous uh, with help when I've got a lot of extra help to give. It's when I don't have enough for me. I don't have enough time for me. I don't have enough energy for me. I don't have enough money for me. I don't have enough talent for me. And I give it away to help others. God goes, this is a test. And I'm watching you to see if you are faithful. Will you be faithful and will you trust me? Now a great example of this in the Bible is the story of the church in Macedonia. Macedonia was an area of Greece. Alexander the Great, he was from Macedonia. His father was Philip of Macedonia. Now there's a church in this place called Macedonia in Greece and there's another church in Greece called the Corinthians. Corinth is a city in Greece. And Paul writes a letter to the church at Corinth and he's bragging on the church at Macedonia for them being generous in the middle of their shortages. Here's what he says, look up here on the screen. He says, those people over there in Macedonia, they're going through this enormous recession. He goes, they have been going through severe trouble. They've been going through very hard times. And out of their extreme Poverty, these people are flat broke, has flowed extreme generosity and overwhelming joy. What's he talking about? He said, those people over there, they are hurting like crazy, but they gave a huge offering to help the church down in Jerusalem that's starving right now. He goes, out of their poverty came generosity. He said, God's watching that. They are being faithful. They are being faithful. Did you know that the number one test the acid test of your faith in your life is your finances. Not anything else, but it's your finances. Why? Because we spend most of our time thinking, making, worrying, investing, saving, money. It's the acid test of how much do I trust God, my finances. In fact, Jesus said it like this. I tell you, use worldly wealth your worldly resources, that's your time, your money, your energy, everything. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and to make friends for eternity. In other words, to help get people into heaven, finance missions. In this way, your generosity stores up a reward for you in heaven. He said, when you help other people with whatever you've got, you're storing up a reward for you in heaven. But. If you are unfaithful, there's that word. If you're unfaithful with your worldly wealth, you just spend it all on yourself, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? 
You cannot serve both God and money. Did you know that God says, I use money to test how much I'm gonna be able to trust you in heaven? He said, if I can't trust you with material world wealth in this world, I'm not gonna trust you with the true riches of heaven in eternity. This is a test. Money management is not just a good idea. Staying out of debt, investing wisely, giving liberally, sharing generously. That's not just a good idea. It is a spiritual test. And God says, if you're not faithful in how you handle your finances on earth, I'm not gonna trust you with true spiritual blessing in heaven. It's a test. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. Rick's going to be back in just a moment with a parting point about the little things in life. But first, I want to tell you about the Daily Hope website, rickwarren.org. Log on there today, and at that site, you can get the entire message you heard today. You can get message notes, sign up for Rick's Daily Hope devotional. Hey, you can even access all of Rick's social media links there, too. So log on now, rickwarren.org. And don't forget, Rick really wants to know how today's lesson or one of his books or another resource has helped you in your walk with Christ. Visit us today at rickwarren.org. And now today we have a special book for you for a gift of any amount, and that's to thank you for your financial support of Daily Hope. It's Rick Warren's New York Times bestselling book, The Purpose Driven Life. As Rick shares in his newly expanded book that when you're battling the invisible war, your starting place must be with God and His eternal purposes for your life. Understanding your purpose leads to healing, and it empowers you to fight the good fight. So please go ahead and give us a call to request your hardback copy of The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? 1-800-600-5004. That number again, 800-600-5004. And now once again, here's Rick Warren. When you give your time and your energy and your talent and finances to God, even when you don't have a lot of these things, God takes notice and it is pleasing to him. That's because you're showing him that you can be trusted with the things he gives you and that you're developing one of his most important characteristics, generosity. God is infinitely generous and he's pleased when you're generous too. When God gives you something like a talent or an ability or money, That is to be considered a trust. It means that God trusts you to use it for good and for God. When we use what God has given us to help others, we show our faith in God. The Bible says, now it is required that those who've been given a trust must prove faithful. That's 1 Corinthians chapter four, verse two. The size of what you have to give isn't important. What God is watching is what you do with what he's given to you. He doesn't give you time or talent or money for your own benefit. He gives them to us for the benefit of others. Now, of course, it's easy to be generous when you have a lot to give. But faithful people are generous even when their resources are in short supply. Because being generous, even when you don't think you can be generous, is a step of faith. Giving, even when I don't have it, causes me to trust God, helps me to become more faithful. And that pleases God when he sees that you're going to trust him even when you don't understand how it will all work out. Now, here's the thing to remember. When I do all that God tells me to do, he does what I can't do. 
If you don't use the gifts that God has given you to help others, then we're all missing out. And that includes you because you were shaped to serve others. Now we have a choice. We can live our lives for ourselves or we can live our lives for something bigger than ourselves. Generosity is one of the ways that God pulls us out of our selfishness and into his bigger plan for our lives. I guarantee you, because God guarantees it, that if you step forward in faith, in faithful generosity, God will do amazing things in and through your life. I've watched him do it in my life for over 40 years. I'm Rick. Be sure to join us next time as we look to God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.